Hello folks and welcome to Chiang Mai is Blue, your independent Chiang Mai FC podcast with me, Rob Scott, and with Simon. Hello everybody. Now, I don't know whether you regard this as a special treat or as a horror story, but you're going to get two podcasts this week. We will publish this one, broadcast this one tonight, uh, which will be a summary of the weekend's entertainment in Thai League 2 and a preview of our cup visit down to Champon. And then on Friday, we'll come back to you with a report on our, tr- our cup game and also a to get us all prepared for the weekend's games, including a visit from Nakonsi United to Chiang Mai, which will be one of the more difficult games that we're going to have at the Municipal Stadium this week, uh, this season. Now, Simon, a few hellos. Oh, to start off with um, hello to Dennis, our Russian friend, who's going to go to the cup game. So, hello, mate. See you yeah, down travel there. Safely. Um, hello to Roy, our American friend. He cracks me up. He's hilarious. And also Ken. Sorry, Ken, we didn't see you. You were behind us. Um, I think that's about it for the hello. Well, we'll also do a farewell as well. So instead of hello, it's a farewell to Rob Lewis, who came all the way from Calgary to Chiang Mai, where apparently he was born, um, to watch the game. He said he came for his, his auntie's wedding. Nobody actually believes that. He came for the football match. And his enthusiasm for all sport is remarkable. His enthusiasm for Chiang Mai FC was terrific. He was dancing around the stadium uh, like a newborn and he got selfies with uh, Stenio Jr. and David Cueva, so all good. And his mum and her sister really enjoyed the game as well, so that's cool. Now, how do you not enjoy a, a 6-1 win? Um, so this neatly segues into a discussion about the, the, the win over Krabi, uh, which really was sort of the ultimate game of two halves. Simon. Yes, it was. <laughs> we won 6-1, so I really don't think I should moan or complain or rant. So, brilliant. It was fucking hilarious. I loved it. Krabi scored first. Um, the old boy, the Chiang Mai old boy, Poncha, who never did, who never did this for, for Chiang Mai, but he let fly from 30 yards in the 18th minute, and it was a stunning strike. Oh, it was a corker. It yeah. really was a great... In all fairness, all the goals were good. Yes. I mean, the people who turned up, no complaints. Loads of goals, and they were all excellent. Yeah. So. 1,886 in the stadium on, on Saturday, which on an evening which threatened to throw it down with rain, and it was only Krabi who were bottom of the table, was a good turnout. Now, Ponchar's goal was Krabi's first goal of the season after, what did I work it out at, 559 minutes of football. So, yeah, they had reason to celebrate. And although we got a goal back about 12 minutes later, they still held it to 1-1 at half-time. Yeah, bless them, they did really well. Yeah. I'm surprised. But then it's easy to do well against us in the first half because of how we play in the first half. So, and I said to you, I said, oh, great, look. We're going to hang on to this nil-nil to half-time <laughs> and you know what's going to happen and then a few minutes later they score. So, But Fair that's enough. how he chooses to play his football and he's a manager and we're not. So, Second half was all Chiang Mai. I felt sorry for the crabby goalkeeper whose name has escaped me completely. Yes, many things do these days. Uh, Panapan, who made a number of terrific saves in, in the second half. Uh, but uh, also conceded five, none of which he could do anything about. Yeah, I mean, and he was tiny, which <laughs> is just so tiny. Let's get the smallest goalkeeper we can. 
And he started off, and I thought... Looking he, a little uncertain. Yeah, I thought he yeah. was fucking useless. But I think that was just nerves, because he did really well after that. And like you say, none of the goals you could put him down for. And the thing I did like, when Fukuda... The goalkeeping coach gave him a hug. And that's just nice. Yes. You know, that, that, that yes. was cool. And he, he must have loved it. So yeah. bless him, the little lad. Well done. <laughs> Stenius got our second. Yes. Um, which cheered everybody up because we, we needed a goal from Stenius. They, they've been in slightly short supply. This was the 54th minute um, knocking in, sort of a falling header. Not so much a diving header, it was a falling header at the far post as, as a Carowin nodded the ball back across goal. Uh, the third came from Yu Byung-su, he's the first of two. Yu Byung-su is now up to eight for the season, all scored in Chiang Mai. He's quite scary, isn't he? He's a fucking goal machine. He's a, he's a proper centre-forward. Yeah, yeah, he just gives him the ball and he finishes yeah. really well. Yeah, um, obviously he's going to stay home and have a nice rest and for this week. week. Yeah. I would have thought so, yeah. yeah. He needs a rest. Um, this, deserves it. This, this was a nice little setup from Samrong, one of, da- one of Simon's favourites, who uh, held the ball up on the left wing and knocked the ball across for Yu Byung Su, who's in a much better place just to finish in front of goal. Yeah, he's one of the old boys, so I'm a big fan of the old boys. 99 times out of 10, your winger stroke forward's going to shoot there and I'm thinking, square it. And he squared it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, that's good thinking. So, well done there. And the good thing is, if you're going to shoot, or oh, should I square it? Oh, use there. I'll square it. Because yeah. he has just yeah. an instinct for scoring goals, is he? Quite yeah. impressed. The last, the last three goals all came in the last six minutes, from about the 87th minute through into injury time. Uh, 4-1 Yu Byung-su again. It was a reward for, for a very persistent finish running onto a Carowinds pass. Uh, maybe it was the only one where the goalkeeper might have thought he could have done better, but if you've got Yu Byung-su run bearing down on you like a very large yeah, steam train... Yeah, he, he, he bottled it a bit, but Ty Goldies do, yeah. so I'm not going to give him crap for that. And then Simon got really excited because his man Tawan came on and scored twice in, in injury time. The first was a corker, unstoppable, 20 yards into the top corner. Uh, the second was a bit more straightforward, tapping in and a Carowin pass. Uh, but I mean, Simon was jumping up and down in his yeah, seat. Yeah, no, no, you know, I'm like, I've got my favourite players and yeah. if they didn't score, I'm going to go fucking yeah. mental. No, <laughs> no, it was great. The first half was dire. The first half was hard um, Yeah. And then when we started scoring, they were all good goals and everyone who scored, I was over the moon, shall we say. Yeah, no, it was bloody great. So that, I mean, in the end, this is the other thing about this game. Uh, Krabi, they haven't scored many goals, they haven't scored any goals until the weekend, but they haven't conceded many either. They're, 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 they're previously, the worst result they'd had was, a, was conceding two. So for them to concede six was a, was a bit of a drubbing. Um, they were missing their Iranian centre-half, Hamid Bakhtiari. Don't know why. Uh, he was on the bench, didn't play. Uh, maybe that made a difference, but, you know... I mean, it's a long trip back to Krabi when you've let in six. Um, don't envy them that. Uh, but great result and um, plenty of positives again. Nothing else you can say. It doesn't matter who you score six against. It's irrelevant. It's just a fun game. Now, I mean, and that's the sort of... You turn up, 
to the municipal and everyone who's come out when it's potentially going to be awful weather, they've all had a right result because yeah, it's been they're, they're, fucking entertaining. Yeah, everybody's got a smile on their face. They've, yeah. been good, they've been good goals. Um, yeah, and, and in between the good goals, there's been some good football as well. So Yeah, yeah. In, in the second half. Yeah. yeah, in the second half. In the second half. Uh, grumble, grumble. <laughs> grumble, grumble. Now... We need to talk about the other Chiang Mai side as well, because as in the interests of balance, in the interests of being investigative journalists, uh, we took in the Chiang Mai United versus Chanterbury game last night. Now, this means that in one weekend, we've seen 15 goals. Marvellous. And you can't complain at that for entertainment. I mean, Chiang Mai United 5, Chanterbury 3. Uh, it was a funny old game because Chanterbury weren't that bad and if it hadn't been for two or three very good saves from Pirate in goal, our old Chiang Mai player, uh, it might have been a much more even game than it was. I mean, Chiang Mai at one stage led 5-1, so the 5-3 was just a couple of consolation goals at the end for the visitors. They're going to feel hard done by because... They're thinking, hold on, how have we ended up yeah. losing I mean, so every, every time Chiang Mai United came forward, they scored, mm. which, which said a bit about the Chanterbury defence. Uh, Arthur Vieira is their sort of anchor at centre-half, who was playing last season for Kanchanaburi City, and he just looked slow, cumbersome, and appears to have the turning circle of the Titanic. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Arthur, if you're listening. Um, so they were, they were struggling defensively. Uh, and Mosquito looked lively. They didn't like Chiang Mai United looked lively up front. Mosquito looked lively. Cho Hyuju, the uh, Hoju, the uh, Korean player, ex um, ex uh, Krabi, uh, scored twice. Yeah, I think. Are they getting their shit together? Because we both had them yeah, top of the league, yeah, essentially. Top, top, tops of eight or so. Yeah. And they've been awful. Yeah. So are they now. Starting to get their act together. I think so. Well. I mean, they've got Marlon Silver, ex prayer at centre half. He's he's always solid. Doesn't make many mistakes. Uh, Jeff and Suarez, ex Lampun, um, sort of sits in a sort of number ten role. Um, again, was a bit quiet yesterday. Um, but there's they scored five. You can't complain at that. Um, Chanterbury might struggle a bit as the season goes on. I thought. Yeah, but then. That was thought prior to the league starting, sure. wasn't it? Sure. So, but hey, good luck. Now, here's here's the thing with this: the crowd yesterday at the 700th anniversary stadium was 556. Bollocks, and was it? I don't think it was. I mean, there, if it was, then there were a lot of wags um, and friends of the club, that sort of thing, because. Over on the far stand, uh, where we banished Simon to, to join the Chiang Mai Ultras, uh, there, were little, there were little pockets of like 10, 15 or 20 people in sort of three separate bits of the stadium, and the main stand was almost empty. Yeah, there was about 25 of the Ultras, and then the other two little gangs up there, they probably had less than 20, and it's like... It's no. a morgue there, isn't it? That's the only thing. It is, um, and this was the thing. You've got a 5-3, you've got eight goals, you've got plenty of excitement, but you could hear a pin drop. It was, it was in many ways really rather sad, because I don't want to... I'm not going to tell people to rush out to support Chiang Mai United, but this is live sport here in Chiang Mai, and 
come on, folks, get off your bums and go and watch. Because whether you're watching Chiang Mai FC or Chiang Mai United, supporting live sport in our city seems to me the best way to keep people investing in sport in our city. And the thing I like, from where the altars are, you're looking at across at that main stand, the floodlights yeah. are on, and it just looks fantastic. It, yeah. it just... Wow, and the pitch looks lovely, and it's just really nice. The pitch, the pitch looks like a billiard table, doesn't Don't it? It's, it's just, that green and it's yeah. that flat. Uh, the lights there are fabulous compared to... I mean, at the, by comparison, it's night and day. It's night at the municipal stadium where you, you almost need searchlights to play. Uh, and at the 700th, the, the lights are fabulous. Oh, there was a couple... Um, I don't know, mid-twenties, they'd been to our game... Right. ..and they turned up and come and sat near the Chiang Mai Ultras. Hmm, good for them. No, I think that was because they saw me having a joint and a beer when they walked past out the back and they didn't really know where to sit. So, bless <laughs> them for that. And if you're on that <laughs> side, you're going to go to the Chiang Mai my, Ultras... My, first, my first thought when I go to the football is look out for the guy who's having a joint, who's smoking a joint and having a beer and follow him into the stand. <laughs> yeah, but that's because you're boring and sensible. <laughs> and I said before, oh, I love going to see Chiang Mai because I get shit-faced. It's brilliant. And the Ultras just have such a nice time, bing, 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 singing and jumping and shouting. Um, it's fun, so... There we did. We did. We did see Kent, who used to be the the PR guy for Chiang Mai FC. He's now the team manager down at Lampun. Um, Great to see him. He's such a nice. He, chap, he is one he? of the really yeah. good guys of Thai football. Um, we wish him well down at Lampun this season because they've got off to a really slow start. Um, Kent was saying that the new stadium may be ready to play by as early as November. Well, that'd be nice because I saw your picks. It's quite a nice looking stadium. It is a nice isn't looking it? stadium. It's just you, know, you feel that the sort of the, the the fabric of it has been done, but it's sort of the internal bits. You know, your press rooms, your media rooms, your changing rooms, your, your sewage, your toilets, and everything that need to get finished off. But good luck to them. That's my lamp and bit. The other game, the other results from the weekend in, in League Two. Uh, Friday night, Nakhonsi United two, China nil. Nothing particularly surprising about that. Uh, Saturday, Kanchanaburi went on a bit of a romp. Kanchanaburi 5, Kasitsar 2. Chiang Mai FC we've already talked about. Chiang Mai FC 6, Krabi 1. Uh, Nakhon Rachasima, the Swat Cats nil, Rayong nil. Uh, Nakhon Rachasima missing a penalty in that. And thank you, Rayong, because that took Nakhon Rachasima off the top of the table. Um, for such a powerful front line, they do seem to have trouble scoring down there. Um, you've got Greg Hula, you've got... Um, Davison, Melvin, Melvin Lorenzo, um, who missed the penalty and has been scoring goals for Nakanajasima. But you just think they, they, they look powerful going forward, but they don't score a lot of goals. Care to explain that, Simon? Why does a team look good and not score? Not a clue. <laughs> um, because oh. scoring goals is actually quite difficult, and I presume when people play them, they're like, oh, this is one of the better teams in the league, we're going to have to be sharp and tight and be on our toes. Five of their seven games, they haven't scored more than one goal. But Nakon Batum last year, they scored about three all season true, and went true. up. So and went up, work. yeah, 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 fair point. Um, the 
How far did I get? Prenil Lampang won, a good away win for Lampang. Again, a very low crowd at Pre. Used to get, you know, used to get over a thousand regularly for their home games, and they're struggling a bit this season. And maybe they just lost too many of the sort of old favourite players. Uh, uh, Sunday's games. Plus, you've got the Thai fans are quite thickle, aren't they? Mm. You know. Yeah, if you're winning, winning, you go. It, not winning, you, know, you give don't. Give it a month, and they're seventh or eighth. Their crowds will swell up yeah. again, won't they? Yeah. And it same applies to us. Yes, true. Now we're good. Everyone wants to come and watch true. us. Well, where have you been for the last few years? Come on. Um, sorry, yeah, that was a little rant. Yeah, sorry. Um, Sunday, Ayutia, also known as Bangkok United, reserves two, Nongbua Pichaya nil, Customs one, Patia three, Chiang Mai United five, Chantaburi three, Supamburi one, Samat Prakan City one. Good point for Samat Prakan City, Phil will be happy. Yeah, I, I needed them for a treble to come in, so I'm a bit <laughs> pissed off about that. <laughs> Bastards. Uh, and Ayutia are beginning to show some form now. Um, didn't, didn't see them beating Nongbur, actually. I, I was quite surprised about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, two goals from the, from Musa Sana. One of them was a penalty. They still Bangkok United reserves. Only 667 at Ayutia. Another club that used to regularly, even last season, get 1,000, 1,500. So... Maybe the crowds don't go because they don't feel the same connection to the club, or maybe they again, as Simon said, they're just waiting for greater success. Uh, so those are the weekend's results. Um, let's... Two, two days, 15 goals. You really can't complain at that. Let's talk about the Chang FA Cup. We're going away to... Champun. ST Youth. Suratani Youth FC. At least they used to be ST Youth, and on paper they're still ST Youth, but they appear to be in the subject of a, of a hostile takeover from the Border Patrol Police Unit 41. Uh, it's a very strange setup, this one. ST Youth is a um, football academy down in Suratani. Uh, the Border Patrol Police apparently have a few guys who like playing football uh, and a few guys who have played professionally or amateur, sort of decent amateur level before. And our friends at BPP41 say that uh, they're, they're now working with ST Youth to help develop football in the community, etc., etc. Or is it just a vanity project to give the policeman some exercise? You could make a fair call yeah. for yes or no to that, so it's just... I suspect we, the answer is we don't know until we see, see what, the what team they is. look like. It would be nice to think this is a serious long-term investment in a partnership that does develop kids playing football down in, uh, down in Suratani. And if it is, that's great. Yeah. And if they want a bit of publicity for their little Unit 41, well, no complaints. But if there's 11 policemen on the pitch, then it's like, well, hold on, <laughs> On. I mean, regardless, we should be good enough to beat whoever's on that if pitch. If it's 11 policemen on the pitch, I mean, you, you'll have to behave. No, I won't. No swearing. They're going to arrest no, you. No, 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 no abusing the policemen. No, 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 policemen like me. I think <laughs> I'm a bit mad. It's brilliant. I'm going to ask them for some drugs. If they're bold, they must have a big stash of weed. Don't they? That's probably so. You so if you're listening, Mr. Lovely Policeman down there, if you've got any spare weed, <laughs> give it to me. <laughs> Um, no, no, really looking forward to it. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a plastic pitch 
which will be different. Our, our team really has no experience in recent times of playing on artificial surfaces. Um, so, but again, it's still it's still football. Um, yeah, you know. I mean, the plus with the artificial pitches, you're not going to suffer from you know massively waterlogged pitches. Ran on like a Ranong or, or Sisaket at this time last year in the cup tie. So, you know. And the cost is important, isn't it? If you're a little club down wherever you are and it's like, well, you know, what are we going to do? OK, we have a plastic pitch. Yeah, yeah, I fair mean, enough. It's, it's a nice-looking little stadium. It's part of the, uh, the network of, uh, of national sports universities. Um, tidy looking stadium. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Be, yeah, I think it's brilliant. It'll be a bit of an adventure. And at least we know there's three of us. And it has nothing to do with Surratani because the game's in Champagne. Yeah. 3.30 kickoff Wednesday. Uh, more details on the Facebook page. Uh, there are some, some great cup ties there. I mean, some of these distances that people are travelling. Nakon Sea City host Mwang Loy United, one of Jonathan Bernardo's old clubs. Uh, FC Mahasakaram played Patalongi FC. Jonathan Bernardo's current club. I mean, these are long distances. That's Udon, a proper journey, yeah. that one. Isn't Udon it? City hosts Chiang Mai Country, which is really a case of going across country for a game of football. Um, the, uh, the third Chiang Mai team to be in the draw this week. Uh, Ta Pluang United in Bangkok are hosting Chiang Mai United. Uh, a couple of favourites. Samat Sakon City host AES Moonlight. Comedy name. I love it. It's a, makes, you, <laughs> makes, makes you want to burst into song. Does it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, there are a few moonlight type songs out there, aren't there? Anyway. Oh, I don't know. I won't. Uh, Kassitsa FC play BP Friend United. Who makes these names up? Just, Seriously. Just, just one single friend. Um, and my favourite of all, Supamburi play Jungle Cat FC. <laughs> I have no idea where they are. I could look them up, but I haven't. Um, there's only so much time in a day. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we will have the highlights of these results uh, on Friday. And um, the other thing this week you should look out for is I think they will make the draw for the next round of the Revo League Cup. Uh, probably make the draw Thursday this week. Those round of matches will be played October the 25th. October 25th, the T2 teams that come into the tournament at this stage will all be drawn away from home. Brilliant, love it. So we will, we will get to travel somewhere, we just don't know where. It creates this sort of sense of anticipation, it's so much fun. Um, Simon, we need a team for, for Wednesday. Okay, so I've gone. Right. Any Pong in goal. Yes, I'd agree with that. Curse, I rate him and... Yeah, needs a start. Yeah. Uh, Sorrowin, Suwanapat, yep. Tamiyot. Yeah. We've assumed that Sexit is fit, yep. so I'd have him sitting in front of them. Then I have a, mid -real, a midfield of Samrong, Kiedisak and Suchun, Suchunon. And then up front, I would have Supichai, Amontep, and Tawang. Yeah. Uh, subs, doesn't matter whoever's left, but I would take the cool kit, Stenio, Peabody, and a Carrowin. Just in case it T goes tits up. Taking some people for emergencies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, a Carrowin deserves to go, because like I say, he scored two goals. And the second half, he was excellent. He was fabulous, yeah, yes. Yeah, uh, P-Boy, just because he's good, 
sensible, good defender. Stenio, because if it's going wobbly, he'll come onto the pitch and fucking G everyone up. Well, the other reason for Stenio is the cl- he's club captain, and he, that you know, that comes with certain responsibilities, and uh, one of those is is Ging up the team and being seen to be visibly leading. Which, in all fairness. It's irrelevant whether he's got the cup in our mouth. He's just sort of that sort of chap, yeah. isn't he? He's yeah. just going to do that by default. Yeah, fair. Um, fair. Yeah, that's it. The rest, I... I yeah, pretty whoever. well pretty well the same. Andy Pong in goal. I've got Pakram coming in to make a debut at full-back. Suwana Patanasiot. Uh, a midfield of five. Suchanon, Panyawat, Sexit, Tamiyot and Tawan. And uh, Supachai and Amontep up front. Um, it may be a bit lightweight up front, but uh, Suchin on Tawan, both proven goal scorers, both probably very good players on an artificial surface yeah. where the ball will be knocked around at some speed because that tends to be how grass pitches, artificial side. pitches play. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, just a little bit of reasoning behind mine. I want to see Superchai because he was bloody good up at the Alpine. Yes. Um, you know I'm a huge fan of a Morn Tap and wanting yes. to give him a go at centre forward. Tawang, I just like him. And Kittysack, because when we played Utai Tani, him and Tawang took them, took the pee down that side. They were just playing five-a-side football on their own, and, and Utai defenders were like, oh, fucking are these two up to? What are we going to do about this? So, um, and again, I like him. Uh, I think he's good, so I'd like to see him play. S to youth. In case you wanted to know who their players are, can't find a thing. Um, some of them obviously have some experience. They are training every day. Uh, they have played a couple of friendlies. They've played Champ um, uh, United and they've played Ranong and beaten Ranong. Um, they have designed new shirts for the occasion. Uh, special cup tie shirts. Uh, there are, there's obviously They're a taking certain, it seriously, seriously, which you just have to bear in mind. Yeah, there is a certain excitement down there. It's a bit yeah. like, you know, I love the FA Cup because it is, as I think I said in the, in, in the piece on, on the Facebook page, it is the day when David play, has a chance to go and slay Goliath. And uh, those games are fun. And when you were playing, even if it was like the fifth qualifying round of the FA Cup, it was something you looked forward to because you knew that you could go through the different levels. And if you did get a couple of good results, you might be playing somebody that was going to sort of be like the people that you, know, you have posters of on your wall coming to play in your backyard. So it's fun. So that's as much as we can tell you about the cup game, looking forward to it, we will be live from um, Champon on Wednesday afternoon. Um, we might even get Simon to chat to you a bit instead of me for a change. <laughs> and then again, maybe not. <laughs> ah, nice idea. Um, Let's hope there's more than just the three of us going. It'd be a nice surprise if there's a couple of other randoms there. Yes, it'd be good. It'd be good to have um, a nice turnout. And um, Yeah, again, looking forward to Dennis, because he's been to every game so far. Yeah. Um, excellent. Right. On that merry note, we'll be back on Friday when we come back from, uh, from Champon, and we'll update the, the uh, plans for the weekend then. So that's it from me and from Simon. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Take care.